Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. All right, everyone, welcome back. Yes, I told you May was the month to get some parts of that body moving a little bit if you haven't done it already. And what about your home? How is your home holding up? What is it that you know is working for you? And then what don't you know? Well, that's why we've got Gisela Stir joining us here today, certified feng shui consultant and intuitive feng shui, founder, director of the Emerald Feng Shui Institute. She's joining us here today. We've got a great series we've outlined for you. And we're talking about how she's taken her years of experience and created opportunities, not only for you to be able to learn about feng shui, but more importantly, to be trained in what she has so absolutely amazingly loved for most of her life and does so well. So her goal is to assist all of us with the tools, techniques, and resources to help us connect to our environments, our inner and outer ones, and enable us to live a richer, more fulfilling, intuitive life. And so today, we're taking on the home. What we're going to be talking about is your house, feng shui, your house, a living entity, what that means, and what are the deeper aspects of this ancient art. And also, we have a couple things we'll give away throughout the show today, so really, really cool, and much more. Uh, Gisela, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Dr. Pet, and hello again. I'm very pleased to be here. It's great to have you here. You know, this is kind of interesting, your house as a living entity. (laughs) So it is. So many people don't really see that, but yet we always know when there's something not exactly right going on in there. So could you talk about what this means? Yes. Well, uh, you know, when we accept the notion that everything is made up of energy and that we are energetically connected with everything in and around us, we come to see that our home and work environment are living entities with whom we energetically interact. And this aspect is so largely neglected. In our culture, for example, when we look for a house to buy, most of the time the emphasis is on a house being an investment, mm-hmm. rather than it being a place that is meaningful to, uh, to us and a place that provides us with shelter and comfort and a place that simply feels good, right? Exactly. Now, if we make the choice based on that aspect, it will invariably lead to continuous nagging problems. And the same happens when you buy a house because it, it has potential. This so-called potential often, and not always, but often, turns out to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Likewise, if you buy a house with the main criteria of having a view, that can lead to neglecting all other aspects of a sound and wholesome home, right? Houses that simply not, are not coming together, right, and present a lot of spatial challenges are often houses that were purchased as such a good deal. Now, why is that so? Yeah, exactly. Well, our, our environment's influence who we are. Your house is a reflection of you, and vice versa. You are a reflection of your home. The intuitive practice, as in the intuitive practice of feng shui, your house is to be seen as a living organism that has consciousness of its own. This understanding represents an important step towards establishing a meaningful relationship with your 
realize that your most intimate environment is your body, representing the temple of your essence, the temple of all that you are. Mm. So just as you want to feel at home in your temple, you want to feel good and at ease with the extensions of this temple, your home environment, or wherever else you are. So you always want to remember your body is the most immediate environment. And your home is simply an extension of this, of this most immediate environment. You are a reflection of your home, and vice versa, the home is a reflection of who you are. So it is good to ask yourself every now and then, am I truly at home in my body? Am I truly at home in my home? Mm-hmm. And uh, if not, then it's time to bring feng shui into your life. We know this. I want to ask you about this because, you know, you, you use the term intuitive, and I really want to get to that because sometimes we have a really good sense of how our home feels, but we just can't exactly pinpoint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I, I know I've walked in some days, and I've just thought, hmm, wow, this feels really good. Or I've walked in some days, and I've said, wow, you know, I don't know what it is. This feels a little uncomfortable today and not really being able to figure it out. But this is really an art and a science of sorts, isn't it? Yes, of course it is, mm-hmm. right? Right. You know, we have to know that every aspect there, every area in your house is actually representing a specific aspect of your life. All right. And so the next question is, of course, how do we determine that? Yes, right? exactly. That's how right. How do we find out what aspect uh is reflected in what area of health. Now, uh, once again, the premise is here that every life aspect is energetically imprinted in the space you live and work on. Mm-hmm. There is this energetic connection between the physical and the metaphysical world. And so there are different ways and techniques how to do this. Uh, one of the practices that I use in my uh, intuitive practice for this purpose is the Bagua. It is an octagon-shaped diagram representing nine, actually eight houses with the center being the nine, okay. nine essential aspects of your life. Now, this Bagua is a very useful feng shui design tool for intuitive feng shui. It serves as a kind of a road map. So if, for example, you're looking for a new place in your life and one of the immediate goals is to find a new relationship, right? you do not want to get a place where the right outermost corner of the building is missing because that corner represents the relationship area. And the, uh, this relationship area is associated with all aspects of relationships, whatever that is for you. It, depending on what you want to bring into your life in terms of relationships, you then want to bring appropriate symbology of that aspect into this area. For example, romance. That okay. You bring symbology of togetherness into this area, everything in sets of two. It is a very important that you look at the symbology of this area. It's also important to look at what you do not want to put into this area. But symbology is the number one thing. Bring the right aspect of symbology into this space. Uh, for example, prosperity area. Okay. Uh, that is representing the outermost left corner of the house. So you do not want to have that corner missing. Okay, and th- let's talk about that again. So you're talking about when you say the furthest or the outer left. Yeah, you know, it's a little, yes. yeah, if you look at down on a floor plan and stand yes. with the back to your front door, then you would, there's 
very on the right side. Right. The okay. Side. Got it. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. That's good. Now, yeah. Yeah. All I right. mean, but while it is important to look at each house, as we say, it's house of the Bagua, separately, it is just important also to be aware of the relationship, the interconnectedness of all the different houses of the Bagua. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, for example, when we look for a relationship, we say, before you can actually engage in a very uh, meaningful relationship with someone else, you want to have a meaningful relationship to yourself. That means you have to have the self-knowledge and you have to have self-acceptance. So you will want to work with this house that correlates to that and also bring that into balance. So it's all about creating the balance within our homes, within our uh, the physical and the meta- metaphysical aspects and wherever they are represented. And as I say, the bar was served as the roadmap and the tool in that particular aspect. So we can, in many different ways, strengthen the, the, the appropriate houses or influence the appropriate houses with symbology or what we talk to, to refer back to some cures. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, one, uh, the, the aspect here when you talk about relationship is the need that you love and respect yourself is represented in one of the houses, right? Right, exactly. Now, okay. Another aspect you want to consider is the different stages in life that you are in. Different aspects are, uh, for example, the times of punctuation plays a big role in times of transition. Okay. It's then when you can jumpstart major changes in your life with appropriate measures in the physical realm to support your deep self-desires and intentions. And they both go hand in hand. For example, sometimes when you change uh, dramatically from one career to another, it could, for example, also concern, you know, how you dress yourself and how you uh, set yourself life up in a different way. So you can start doing that right in your house. And this is, you know, one of the things that you're talking about is really the inside, the inner and the outer kind of coming together in a lot of ways. I mean, that is the essence Exactly. You cannot just look at this, play around with this. That sometimes, why it is actually very difficult to just answer these singular questions. Can I put this here and this and that and there? Mm -hmm. We really want to know all the deeper aspects uh, and how that goes hand in hand uh, in all the rest. Yeah, and then, you know, one of the things that we'll talk about when we come back from break is, you know, what is the area that we should be looking at? You know, is it just the home? Is it the front? Is it the back? How, you know, how does this energy work, um, you know, in context to what we live in every day? But something you said the, very important and also that we talked about on the show the other day is this connection between the inner and outer. A lot of times, uh, Gisla, we spend a lot of times on the inner and we don't look at the outer, or we spend a lot of time in the outer, and we don't look at the inner. So this is really a conversation about how to create that harmony with both. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we've got more on the Dr. Pat Show. Gisela Schur uh, joining us here today. Hey, those of you out there that may have questions about your home, give us a shout. Uh, 1-800-930-2819, one 930 Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. Coming to Seattle for one night only, a long-awaited appearance by one of the most visionary women of the century. An evening with Shirley MacLaine is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to explore the big questions, such as what is consciousness, what is the purpose of life, or are we alone in the universe? With a woman that isn't afraid of the answers, join Bella Spark Productions and Shirley MacLaine on Sunday, June 13th at 7 p.m. in Bella Royal Hall, Seattle. Shirley MacLaine, still feisty and fabulous after all these years. Be sure to keep listening to this show for your opportunity to win two tickets to this final event in the 2010 Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Don't miss Shirley McLean on June 13th. Visit bellaspark.com for details. B-E-L-L-A-S-P-A-R-K.com. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back with, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by and Gisela Schur joining us here today. We're going to give you lots of information. Uh, we've got some questions coming in here uh, for you. And before we go to the conversation uh, that we started about your house is a living entity, and we're going to talk about uh, a specific room. Uh, Gisela, we have a question from Kelly from Arkansas that is called us and would like to speak with you. Okay. How about we just go right to it if we can? Uh, Kelly's joining us from Arkansas. She has a question about Prosperity Corner. And Mr. B, would you please bring Kelly up for us, if you don't mind? Hey, Kelly, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. I've always been fascinated by feng shui, but I don't know how to do it. So when I heard this on the radio today, I'm like, okay, um, I'm trying to soak this up like a sponge. Okay. If you are in your house, mm-hmm. the, she said the prosperity corner was in the left. Okay, does that mean if you're in your house? Well, yes. I, I, I think it's or a good question. On the out, like looking at your house. All right, good left. question. Good question. All right, go ahead, Gisela, because I had the same question. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that is uh, when you are standing inside the house with the back to your front door. Okay, so if does I'm that standing- verify it for you? Yeah. If I'm standing in my home, yep. looking back at my front, front door, door. Back. and looking out. Into oh, okay, back to my front door. It's going to be the farthest left corner. Right. Farthest left corner. That's my bedroom. Aha! <laughs> Is that good or bad? <laughs> That's not that a bad thing bad? to have there, after all. There could be worse places there. Yeah, right. Yeah, because okay. she could do something about that in her bedroom. 
Yeah, yeah that's why once again, uh, first of all, keep it clear and uncluttered. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, always in the end, uh, bring some aspect of prosperity into that very corner. And, you know, a nice green plant, one plant would be beautiful. You know, we have okay. beautiful jade plants would do well. Uh, you okay. could also play around with colors in the room. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. in, in a bedroom, if it is a bedroom, the uh-huh. uh-huh. light green color uh, as a backdrop of one accent wall would work well, too. So you have to oh. play to bring it together. Don't work around too many different aspects. Bring the aspect, sure. keep it clear. If you bring yeah. the precious object, uh, uh, that symbolizes prosperity into, okay. the, uh, okay. into that very same corner that will do it. Can I ask a question around this? Because something you said, uh, Gisela, was so important. You said put something that symbolizes prosperity for you. So this is a very personal thing for Kelly and for me and for everybody listening is to find something that symbolizes prosperity. Like if, if I'm in my place, if I look in the farthest left corner, I have a Buddha on the wall. Right. Uh, and I didn't really think about it in this way. So it has to be something that sort of symbolizes something for Ke- for Kelly. I also have yes. some other masks that I created. So, Kelly, that would be for you to have some okay. fun with that. Exactly. Okay. Because all of these uh, what we symbolism or aspects you introduce, you want to be fitting in with the style of the home and that what you personally like. Definitely. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. OK. Do you have any ideas you want to share? You want to. Wait and call back. Oh no no no! I don't. I literally I don't know enough. Great about this to even ask. Well, we're going to talk about that's okay. We're going to talk about how to do a room next. So this is going to be amazing. Thank you, Kelly. Kelly for calling in. Kelly's from Arkansas. Great, great. So Kisla, this kind of leads into what we were going to talk about about how to work a room. Well, yes. In general, I think I would like to talk about how to create meaningful rooms and how to capture the benefit of Gucci is because and at the very beginning, you know, if I think in terms of creating a new place, is uh, laying out a four-floor plan. It's so important to make the distinction between what is a pathway and what is actually a place to be in, because that's a very important aspect. The room is, is supposed to be a space to be in. It needs to instill a certain sense of arrival or a sense of protection, right? Right. Depending on which room we are talking about, and this is not actually of all the case, for example, a living room ideally conveys a sense of gathering, of bringing people together for whatever activity that might be, if you are just sitting around the TV or if you are coming together to make have discussions, make music together. So these rooms, a living room wants to be also the room to be in. Often we see the large areas, but they also are almost kind of like an intersection of all the different uh, uh, pathways to and from uh, entrance, this and that. And it's even sometimes these big rooms are also lacking even one single solid wall against you could put a sofa, for example, or arrange the main seating area. So we want to make sure we do actually have a sense of being in a room. So that is a very important aspect. Uh, we know already from the bedroom, too, we want to get a sense of repose and nurture. And there, too, it's very important to have at least one solid wall without opening against which to put a bed, to have that sense of protection and being in it. 
a dining room, for example, is the sense of enjoyment of food, right? Right. Cleanliness. It's also a gathering place. Yes, it and is, since, right. Uh, since you're usually sitting around a table, it's, you want to have, an, ideally, you have a somewhat a round table, an oval-shaped table that allows communication flowing back and forth on an equal basis. So in, in, next, you want to also, uh, you know, when you look at, uh, once again, create right. spaces to be in. And now don't try to put too many aspects to function and Try to really specially create them to what is suitable for your particular family, for mm-hmm. example. Boy, you know, that is such a key point, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I, you know, I've talked to a number of different people who don't really understand exactly what you're saying, that this really is the place where the inner and the outer come together. So it's not about necessarily, and boy, and I have had this happen more times than not. I've seen, you know, a couple of my friends do this, where they'll be trying to do exactly what you're saying, and they'll go ask somebody else, what do you think I should put in that corner for prosperity? And it actually cuts their own inner symbolism and power out of the equation. But that's not going to work as well. I mean, this is something that is sounds very personal and very fun and intuitive at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, next to, the, the, to creating these spaces that are, you know, as I say, once again, a reflection of your inner world and should represent this. And so if you create that space out there, it will reflect back to you, right? And so it goes way, uh, uh, hand in hand there. Right. Now, uh, uh, equally important are actually the so-called transition spaces or passageways, right, between rooms, so that they are functioning well, like uh, how you come into an entrance and proceed from there into the rest of the house. Because we know these pathways and transition spaces are the spaces, uh, pathways for the chi flow, right? Yes. So important is also the, to create important and meaningful connectors between the inside and the outside. Most of our places have space outside, whether it's a patio, uh, a balcony, for example, if you have a small apartment, or a large uh, garden space outside. And actually the Japanese have so many beautiful examples how to create this real important, meaningful transition spaces. How well, if you have a transition space for, from from kitchen or dining area, created so it's also an outdoor space or an outdoor room and does not take away from the inside space but expand and contribute and embellish that one. So it has to be the right, nice flow because in feng shui, adjacency of rooms are very important. The way for, of course, especially when we think in terms of a toilet room or a powder room, it's so important to realize, to, to look out where, how does that room relate, for example, to the kitchen, or how does the bathroom to the dining room. There's an elevator, potential elevator in the building or in the house to a bedroom, and all that is so very important because all the energetics of the different activities hmm. have, can have a negative aspect of what happens in the room. Mm. Well, you know, part of this is is also getting some basics down. And that's that's what Kelly, who called in, she was, you know, saying, I'm really glued to this to to find out what I can do. Um, is there ever a time when we would make an exception, meaning that if there's something that called to us, 
and it wasn't exactly in in the context of what we're talking about today. Some people are very intuitively drawn to decorate, so to speak. Yes. But it's not always in the best interest of energy, <laughs> so to speak. Well, I don't know uh, what you mean there in the best interest. So coming, yeah, well, let me just talk then about yeah, because that's pretty much the next step. Once we have determined, you know, the perimeter of space, you know, then you more or less go to the next step uh, uh, when you start to get more to the specifics also of creating a sacred space, right? Mm-hmm. By giving it meaning, definition, certain definition, and the character, and imbuing it actually with your spirit and your uniqueness. And that does include all the various interior embellishments that we are talking about, right? With it furniture, fabrics, the color, and artwork, lighting, sound. I mean, all of these aspects are playing into creating that special place. For example, in my recommendation as a feng shui consultant, uh, I always base, uh, I often, uh, most, I always actually do base it on your personal chi, and that's why feng shui is very personal. And how do I arrive or get information about the personal chi? It's revealed through the horoscope. So I'm using astrology for every of my clients, astrology in my consultation. And it's a very important and very interesting system. It's wow. the nine steps the astrology that I'm using. And why I'm using that one, that is particular one, is I like all uh, Chinese art and science, including feng shui, also based in the same body of knowledge. It has the five elements, the yin yang, all and teaching, all at its base, so it, we can really create some really connectors there. And so based on the information I get from the personal sheet and that horoscope, I can make recommendations on what will be most beneficial for that person. And, yeah, in this context, I think I would like to announce that at this coming weekend, May 8th, yep. uh, I'm offering a one-day workshop on this particular astrological system, wow. the 9.30 astrology. Uh, it's very different from Western astrology. It's fact, a very accessible, very beautiful system that can easily be grasped by everybody who doesn't have any, not the slightest idea, wow. uh, whether Western or other. And we have something to give away on the show when we come back. We'll talk more about this special system. Wow, thanks to our very special guest, uh, Gisela Stir, joining us here today. When we come back, we have actually a free pass to this one-day workshop to give away, but we're going to let Gisela tell you a little bit about it. We'll be right back with the show. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. Have you ever wanted more for yourself or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides. 
The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206 523 5522. That's 206 523 5522. Let our success be your success. Imagine being a chocolate lover. Now imagine a healthy chocolate. Shasai is healthy. Melt in your mouth dark Belgium chocolate that is the first of its kind with a patented cold press technology. Raw, never been cooked chocolate. It's high in antioxidants, gluten free, lactose free, caffeine free, diabetic friendly, and heart healthy. There are no waxes and no fillers added, and is kosher and vegetarian. Are you ready to eat chocolate three times per day, guilt free? For a short time only, you can buy two boxes and get one free this week. For more information, dial 877-66-SHASAI. Again, it's 877-669-6224. Check out for full product listings at mxicorp.com or lifewithchocolate.net. Don't miss this incredible offer. Good through May 15th. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Wow. You know, it's really a good thing that Gisela is a regular on the show because there's so many questions that we have, so many things that folks want to talk about. Uh, But I was completely fascinated with how this notion of astrology and uh, feng shui work together. Uh, So what we're going to do is two things. One, I want Gisela to make sure that she gives out more information about the upcoming workshop. And then we actually would like to give a pass away to someone. So Gisela, why don't we do that first and let people know about the the upcoming workshop? Okay. As of this coming Saturday, May 8th, yeah. uh, from 10 to 4, I'm offering a, a workshop on nine star key astrology. Uh, main focus is on a relationship issue. Now, once again, the nine star key astrology has nothing to do with Western Astrology is a completely different system. It's also called feng shui astrology. And the reason why, it's, it's really based in the same basic knowledge, body of knowledge, as all Chinese uh, medicine and feng shui included. Mm-hmm. That means it has at its base the five elements, the yin-yang uh, uh, concept. Mm-hmm. And that's why we can cross-reference, because we are obviously working with elements, the five elements and the yin-yang uh, theory in feng shui, and so we can the five elements. We can determine what elements are predominant in your personal chart, and then work from there and uh, cross, you know, reference all the aspects and translate this into uh, the uh, different aspects in your home, like the choice of colors. Different colors represent different elements. So from there, we can find which would be 
more appropriate for you or which uh, uh, elements would be appropriate for certain issues in your life. And so this ninth deck astrology is actually a very understandable, very accessible system. It really, you don't really have to have any prior knowledge. You will find out what are your strengths and uh, in your chart, and you find out how you... Uh, why you react to certain people the way you do, because between the different elements, there are certain dynamics, right? Right. The different elements represent a certain psychic system, and the soul system is a psychic system based on nine years that we are moving to, and that's why it's called nine psychic astrology. So you can find all about it. I tell you, we're doing that one-day workshop. You find out a lot, I tell you, and it's so fun too because all of a sudden you can see what, where are the different family members, where do they come from. Right. <laughs> and uh, it, in, in the long run, it will help you really improve your communication skill too because you know, you know, if you know what uh, uh, different members in your family or friends or uh, what they're, where they're coming from, then you can learn about how to act and interact and take out all this kind of, oh, this is bad and good. Now you do understand that's what the reality of that other person is. Because we have different views on everything, and that's really based on what the makeup is of our chart. So this is an upcoming event coming this uh, on the 8th. So for those of you out there that are in the Seattle area and would like a pass, a gift from Gieselister to all of you to come and attend this workshop, we'd like to take one of you and give this gift. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Uh, we would like to give the first caller a... Um, uh, one of these uh, seats at this upcoming workshop, um, May 8th. And now the other thing is, how can people find out more if they're interested? How should they do this? Should they call you? Uh, yes, Gisla? please, everybody who's out there interested, and you know, it does, it's not limited to Seattle. If you want to travel, it's certainly not far away. Yet. That's right. Come and co- give the, give me a call at 206 Contact me directly, and then you will get all the specifics that you need. Okay. And in the meantime, we're giving away uh, a seat at this upcoming May 8th uh, workshop, 1-800-930-2819. Give us a call. So let's continue with our conversation about feng shui and, you know, sacred space as well. Yes, yes, right. I mean, once we if we have all the perimeters, the basics in place, like, you know, what is that room there, then you want to create sacredness of space, right? That means the icing of the cake here. Uh, and uh, what does that really mean? Actually, for the fun of it, I would like to share just the meaning. What is actually mean? Sacred is kind of uh, highly viewed, valued, and important as something protected from violation or abuse. Sacred means also dedicated to a single use, purpose, or person. Its uh, meaning is found, healthy, complete, worthy of, and regarded with respect. Now, how do we create a place that does all of that? I think we can find clues in all of these definitions, but what stands out for me is really the aspect of worthy of and regarded with respect. So that means you treat your home with respect. As I say, it's a living organism that energetically interacts with you by caring for it, by maximizing its potential. Now, one way, a very simple way, is to, to communicate with your house. Mm-hmm. Have you ever talked to your home, Darn? I mean, I think that that is a very important thing to talk about because sometimes we talk to our home, sometimes not so nice, you know? 
and you know all the aspects. You need to think in terms of all the energetics, and, right? And sound and spoken language that you put out within these four walls are going to be absorbed, reflected back to you. Thank you. So uh, start. You know, you can just practice on a plant in itself. If you start talking to a house plant, not only just giving it every now and then water and maybe some additional food, but interacting. You can see that thriving. And now imagine that is happening with everything around you. Now that's also so important to know that what you put out there in terms of surrounding is reflecting back the right energy. Mm. You know, so that is one very simple and important aspect. You know, the Balinese are really great at doing that. You know, they, they bless their homes, their cars, their business, you know. And talking to a car, for example, is just along the same line. Usually men are actually very good at that, right? <laughs> and, and there's something to it. It's energetic. If we kind of think and keep that always in mind, you know. Uh, there's another way of creating a sacred space like the Japanese uh, tokonoma. And are you familiar with that? No. Uh, Japanese tokonoma, they have a certain space set aside like a, a, um, a niche uh, dedicated to also representing the essence of the home and in a very uh, simple way it's something elegant, one piece of art, one piece of flower arrangement and you can add the lighting to this to it's more or less creating their sacred, sacred little space inside your home dedicate that and uh, you can actually create altars and uh, different altars to relationship, yeah. prosperity you know all the different aspects Okay, can I ask you a question about that? I know we only have a minute left. Oh. So if we were to create a, a, an altar, the altar would need to go in that furthest left place in our house? Well, no, no, no. Not I, necessarily. I you can create, as with the tukun, when I talk in terms of the tukunama, there's yes. a certain aspect that Perfect. you can create at a, cent- a place that is central to the whole family. But if you create specific altars, yes. let's say an altar to relationship, then you want to incorporate it in where your relationship area is or your bedroom. Oh, great. Gisela, we're kind of like, wow, this has been really uh, amazing. Let's give out your phone number again for people that want to find out more about okay. the upcoming workshop. My phone number is 206-526-0513. And there's one more giveaway, actually, because we have this tremendously uh, seven-day feng shui intensive workshop coming up in June 18th to 24th. During the next week, if you call in and tell me that you've heard about it on Dr. Pat's show, you get $100 off it. And it's the same phone number for, the same for phone both number, of these. 206-526-0513. Why don't we give out your website? What's the best way for people to find out more about you and everything that's going on? It's, uh, well, it's creative. It's create feng shui, isn't it? Yes. Create feng shui through you, so that, and then we have the 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 other one too. Yep. Createfengshui.com for all of you out there. Createfengshui.com. And for those of you that did not hear the number, uh, I want to make sure that we are giving out the number for you all to call in. uh, Call Gisla, find out more, chat with her. You get a lot more information. I believe that's 206-526-0513. Correct. Correct. 206-526-0513. And again, go to createfengshui.com or go to the Dr. Pat Show website, drpatlive.com. Click on Gisela's name. You'll find out lots of information about her, her profile. And we have a link right from our website as well. Gisela, thank you so much for joining us here today. Well, thank you, Dr. Pat. 
All right, everyone, we're not done yet. Dr. Friedemann Chaub joining us in a minute. The unconscious, well, that's me. That's my unconscious. It's the subconscious mind with Dr. Friedemann. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 